Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Critical race theory in the military is one of the priorities. And making sure the military has to... That's a military man. Yeah. yeah, I'd be glad to answer that. And I'm going to answer that very matter-of-factly. Uh, I don't believe that that uh, belongs in our military and military training. To me, the military, someone uh, who served for 23 years, that was the place to go where we were all on the same plane. You know, uh, when I served in Iraq, uh, we all we cared about is that we were all Americans. And, and, and that's all that mattered. And I had someone point out to me when I came back and gave a presentation and they saw my slides and they said, uh, they said, I, one thing I noticed, it seems like race didn't matter, did it? And I said, absolutely not, because we were all Americans. We, we, you know what? We were all Republicans or Democrats. It didn't really matter. We were all Americans. And that's how the military has always operated, is that it's, it's America first. And it wasn't until someone pointed that out to me. I was chief of surgery at a combat support hospital. And I, I looked at the, the people that actually I served with after someone pointed that out to me. I was the only Caucasian. We came from all corners of the earth. We came from, uh, we had first generation Korean, Filipino, two from Puerto Rico, two from Nigeria, and the rest were Hispanic and African Americans and me. And we were all family. And, and uh, some of them came to my swearing in. You know, uh, this is a time for us to continue to focus on us being Americans first. And that's all that matters. And we move forward in, in, in our nation. Uh, in that manner. So uh, I'm glad to address that question at any time. You know, I will be the first to fight for any type of fight against any type of discrimination. Uh, but until we all continue to look at each other like we have in the military, look at each other as our fellow brothers and sisters and all children's children of God, uh, we're that's how we're going to succeed. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Hey guys, happy Monday, happy Monday to everybody. Uh, I just heard a, uh, a sound clip here I uh, opened up the show with uh, coming out of uh, Ohio GOP uh, representative uh, from Ohio. That was uh, Representative Brad uh, Winstrup uh, basically telling reporters that critical race theory, guys, uh, does not belong in the military training. It doesn't belong in the military, period. Because at the end of the day, every day, everyone is an American. Doesn't matter what walks of life you come from, whether you're an Hispanic American, an African American, an Asian American, if you're from the Philippines, if you're Puerto Rican, it doesn't matter, folks, because once you are sworn in in the military, you are sworn in as an American to defend our great land, folks. That's that's the simple uh, narrative of it. 
I don't think there's anything else that needs to be discussed. Doesn't need to be discussed. Why are we even having this discussion in the first place? Why is people uh, literally trying to uh, play the race card in the military? Like, oh, uh, we should have so many African-Americans in the military, or we should have so many uh, Asian or Hispanic Americans in the military. Stop playing that damn race card and just be an American. It doesn't freaking matter. Every single time. Every single time. So so now we're going to go into that that whole uh, so-called scenario with woke? Like, the military is going to be woken? Like, what the frig is this crap, man? Let me say one thing, folks. I never met a black veteran say racism is a problem in the military. You know, a, a simple-minded uh, a black veteran because he, he he doesn't he doesn't signify racism he's just a regular ordinary soldier just like everyone else in the military they're proud to dis, to serve and de, and defend this country and they should again critical racism theory does not belong in this country it doesn't belong in military training It doesn't belong in schools. It doesn't belong everywhere, folks. That is the simple theory of it. There should be no other discussion. Why are we still having this discussion? I mean, seriously. Folks, like I said, the radical left now wants to put this in the military, wants to put this in our schools, teach our kids, our children, our next generation of youth in this great country that the history textbooks are wrong. Everything your parents, everything your your grandparents, your 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 aunts, your uncles, your cousins, every generation before you was taught the wrong way. That's how they want to propose this now in school. I I I, I think the real threat here is something that everybody can see. Let's throw the damn socialists out of this country. Because they're killing it day by day, folks. They're killing this great land we call America. And woke culture of any kind has no place in any part of our society at all. At least in our great military. Because if they're going to go to that narrative where they're going to try to place this in our military, every branch... The Marines, the Air Force, the Navy, the Army, the Space Force, and such and such, right? Yeah, I mean, you get my point, right? If they're going to put this in our military, folks, this is crazy. 
Everyone in the military are American brothers and sisters who are proud to serve next to one another. Stop trying to play the race card in schools, the military, and this country. The more we stop this crap, the more united we become. The more we discuss this crap, the more divided we become. Do you understand my narrative, folks? Do you understand where I'm going with this? This has to stop. This crap has to stop. It has to stop. Hashtag abolish CRT. That's what we should be talking about. Let's make that trend go viral. Hashtag abolish CRT. Okay, folks? Folks, we are in a race to the bottom. The Biden nightmare literally continues. And he will influence the shit out of this every single day to get more Americans divided than ever. This country is more divided than it ever has in its American history. And it's it's really, really sad and pathetic. It really is, folks. I mean, this is this is some really bad times we're living through. Bad, bad times. The show is brought to you by 420 VIPs. Why, at a time where we have tension with China, are we in a situation where Democrats are actually looking to cut the military budget in ways that could potentially compromise our readiness, compromise the lives of our soldiers? What's the strategic reason for Democrats to do something like that? Well, I think it's it's the wrong approach. Here you have China modernizing, getting more advanced. And here in America, you have Democrats trying to decrease our ability to modernize. Um, We have found time and again when American soldiers here here are called upon to go serve, you want to have all the resources possible so they're protected. You watch within Desert Storm the efficiency and effectiveness of that. That's because people prepared ahead of time during the Reagan administration. We watched the last time Biden was in the administration as vice president, you had sequester where we were cutting the military. And so when you talk about what does it take to fund, we went through a whole cycle of cutting and there's times and there's elements that we fell further behind. So you're trying to catch up to that. And here we are in this new administration and now we find inflation that we haven't found in decades coming back. That erodes the money and the spending that we're doing today. So that makes us far further behind. And also in infrastructure, that bill, there's a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with infrastructure. Couldn't Democrats just cut some of the money from there instead of cutting from the military? That's the direct conversation I had with the president, vice president of the Oval Office. I mean, I think Republicans want, we want to do an infrastructure bill. And I told the president, we could do a bipartisan infrastructure bill, but the very first thing we should do is let's both define what infrastructure is. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. I know this is uh, a House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, uh, basically telling reporters in that same press conference Uh, You know, uh, China, you know, folks, they're continuing to upgrade their military, make it more prosper, make it more stronger than ever. Uh, And not only are they doing that with their military, but they're doing that with their country as well. 
Folks, Democrats here in this country and America are continuing to cut spending, prohibit the U.S. from modernizing, and, you know, folks, it's not getting better. It's not getting better. The first thing we should do is look at our infrastructure. I've said that time after time and time again on this podcast. You know, um, you know, McCarthy there uh, has met with both Vice President uh, Harris and President Biden on several occasions. Why are they not uh, taking his advice under uh, under direction? Why are they not going that direction? No, they just want to continue, continue their radical left message. Well, whatever message that is, it's it's clearly not working. But again, you know, uh, folks, it's just I um all I see from this administration, all I see in seriousness is the damn vaccination. They push and push the vaccination, then pushing other key stories. They should really be pushing on getting rid of critical race theory in the military, improving our southern border, okay, which is a disaster, by the way. If anybody lives in Texas, they can... They could tell you that one damn bit that the southern border is, is is a disaster. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. You have more cartels, more drugs, more illegal immigrants, uh, criminals, everything. Uh, children being used as pawns more than ever under this radical administration that we have in Washington. But you know what, folks? You know what, folks? That, you know, I said earlier, um, I put a, uh, a story out on my, uh, my Facebook sto- uh, story here on the podcast. I, I don't see it anymore on Facebook. I guess Facebook took it down because we all know that Facebook is fake book. Uh, if they don't agree with your narrative, they're just going to take you. They're going to take, take your content off. It's just, you know, that's what you got to expect. It's run by a, uh, 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 uh a communist uh, type of an agenda, uh, both Twitter and Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything is fact-checked today. All fact-checked. They don't like it? Yep. We're going to fact-check it. We're going we're gonna to take it off. Because we don't want the truth to be exposed. That's how Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and every major social media platform works today. If they don't agree with your content, they will either fact check it, shadow ban it, or delete your comment, post, or picture altogether. That's how it is. And guess what, folks? On to other stuff. Okay? All these things I'm mentioning is now affecting your paycheck. Yes, I put that out. That's where I was going at. I put... A uh, an article out on my Facebook page, the Patriot Angle Podcast, earlier today, that your paycheck, folks, is worth a lot less now in 2021 under this administration than the Trump administration. Everything you're making is worth literally jack shit. Your stocks, terrible. 
terrible. You can look at the value of the stock, probably the same as it was last week or two weeks ago. I mean, disagree with me if I'm right or wrong, I don't know. I mean, I just looked at my stocks the other day and I have uh, a couple companies that I'm invested in, okay? And really good companies, you know? And they're, they're, the, the stock is just not worth it. I, I'm looking at the value of the stock. It's this, it's set at the same price that it was a week and a half ago. It should be a lot higher. Not under this administration. Not under this administration, it's not. Under Trump, oh yeah, my stock and my 401k was freaking booming. Now it seems like it's on a still point. But here's the narrative, folks. All politicians set aside should work for free like the outsider did for four years. You know who that outsider was, folks? Donald J. Trump put aside his billionaire lifestyle to fight for you, the American worker. Yeah. Yeah. All career politicians, folks, they should work for free like Donald Trump did for four years. Enough of these cons becoming millionaires on our tax dollars. Yeah. Yeah, folks. How do you think they got to be a millionaire in the first place? It wasn't because the government, oh, because it's a government job. Everybody seems to, under, you know, say that. Oh, yeah, politicians become rich because of uh, it's a government job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they get to that bracket, folks, on your tax money. Yeah, yeah. While you're working your ass off, busting your ass 60, 70 hours a week, that career politician that's been in office for 40 plus years is benefiting off of you. While you're laying roof, okay? Laying down sod, doing landscaping, doing all these physical hard labor jobs. Yeah, these politicians, folks, are making a benefit off of everything I just mentioned. Then you have politicians working for their donors only. Oh, yeah, hang on. It's already like that. Yeah. They work for their donors. They get it out there like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to donate. You got to donate. These guys, folks, are cons. These women and men are cons. They're con artists. These, some of these career politicians should, should, shouldn't even be in office. There should be term limits on Congress and the Senate. You got more people in Washington that been on the government game longer than they should have but what I'm also seeing folks is that these Dems are dying to get us invaded it's a goal at this point I swear I I, I swear it is uh, you know you look at Biden and half the words that come out of his mouth I mean he's pretty much setting this country up for failure I mean if we're not at war with a country we're damn near close to it and I feel that this man is literally getting us inches and inches closer to another major war conflict with a with a foreign country i'm starting to think china's uh bought off certain elements of the u.s with a goal of letting china sail peacefully into a into a number one spot worldwide communists here we come i mean that's pretty much where america's going right i mean am i wrong or or, or right here you're seeing a lot of communist agendas. Not only are you seeing the socialist agendas with the COVID and the masking and the social distance. And I mean, it's 
the, the government here, this 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 government that we're that we're living under, folks, is even influencing uh, uh, retailers, businesses. Yeah, there's parts of area, folks, where some of these businesses won't even allow in dining. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll force you to go sit in your car for 25, 35, 45 minutes in a drive through somewhere rather than sitting down with your family and friends enjoying a nice hot meal. But no, 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 no. They're using that fear over the COVID for people sitting in their damn cars in a drive through getting their meals or forcing them for curbside service. While other establishments get it, use common sense, okay? Still practice the safe distancing, okay? God forbid, God forbid, okay? Because you look at a year a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, were we having this conversation with COVID? No, because it wasn't a political narrative. Every election, folks, has a pandemic. It has a pandemic. That's... Pretty much where I'm seeing how this country was designed to begin with. Every year or every election year has a pandemic. It's set to a political narrative to oppose the other party's message. Do you get where I'm getting at now, folks? Do you get where I'm getting at? I tend to disagree and agree with other, uh, even podcast hosts, Hannity, Pongino, the Hodge twins. Yeah, I'm going to put them out there. Sometimes I agree with them. Sometimes I don't agree with them. They have a lot of good content. A lot of stuff, A lot of us podcast hosts, conservative ones, have a lot of good content. And we try to get it out there as much as humanly possible because you won't hear this on fake news. The mainstream media market doesn't report on this because they can't sell the story. Why report on a story that they can't sell? If they did it that way, folks, that news platform would be out of business within a week. Do you understand what I'm getting at? Why report on a story? Like I said, for an example, why tell the whole truth when you can mix up the truth and get people more manipulated into believing 50% of that truth when it's really not even true. I mean, that's how the media is. Or at least that's how our American media has been for the last, what, I'd say about 20 years now, right? It's, it's gotten a lot worse in the last 20-some-odd years. A lot worse. Christ, you can't even turn on a network right now without even hearing half of the freaking corruption coming out of the damn network. It's terrible. Terrible. And then I'm also assuming that you halfwits also believe that the earth uh, is to be flat as well, right? Oh, Christ, you can have mainstream media telling you t- uh, tomorrow that the, uh, that, the, that the sky is actually uh, uh, purple. Oh, yeah, it's all an illusion. We don't see a blue or a white sky. Yeah, we, we don't see that. It's all an illusion. It's really purple, folks. Yeah, the earth is flat. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, seriously. Seriously, so much crap that comes out of this media, out of this government. One world government. That's what I think they're trying to accomplish, folks. That's what I think they're trying to accomplish. 
With that being said, I'm going to take a small, quick break, folks, and we'll be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Engineers, four engineers, 50 interactive sessions, two legendary keynotes. Okay, wait, not that kind of epic, but seriously, data nerds, get ready to virtually reinvent the future at FutureStack 2021. You'll pack on the experience points and level up your observability. Be there May 25th through 27th. It's game on. We're talking public cloud, DevOps, MTTR, Kubernetes, AI ops, open telemetry, root cause analysis, intelligent observability. Attending this event does not guarantee you'll improve competition gaming skills, but you will level up your observability game and have fun. What is the greatest national security threat to the United States? It's Donald Trump. We're talking about Donald Trump weaponizing Twitter in a way that could result in, in real consequence, including death. And we have to take that seriously. Do you think he puts people's lives in danger when he targets them in tweets? Absolutely. Do you think he knows that? Does it matter? It is not an exaggeration to say women will die. Poor women, women of color will die because these Republican legislatures in these various states who are out of touch with America are telling women what to do with our bodies. Plastic straws are a big thing right now. Yeah. Do you ban plastic straws? I think we should. Being practical also recognizes that climate change is an existential threat. To us as human beings. I don't even call it climate change. It's a climate crisis. It represents an existential threat to us as a species. Will you commit to implementing a federal ban on fracking your first day in office, adding the United States to the list of countries who have banned this devastating practice? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. Back to the United States Congress, here's my point. If they fail to act as President of the United States, I am prepared to get rid of the filibuster to pass a Green New Deal. Would you support changing the dietary guidelines? The, the, yes. The, you know, the food pyramid. But people yes. Are, the, yes. To reduce red meat specifically. Yes, I would. The status quo has been to, d to determine and create policy around the idea that more police equals more safety. Mm -hmm. And that's just wrong. I strongly believe that we need to have Medicare for all. And within that system, there... Do you think that's socialist or not, Medicare for all? No. No. It's about providing health care to all people. You support giving universal health care, Medicare for all, to people who are in this country illegally? Let me just be very clear about this. I am opposed to any policy that would deny in our country any human being from access to public safety, public education, or public health, period. Would you support a federal gun license? I like the idea. People who are in Convicted in prison, like the Boston Marathon bomber, on death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should be able to vote? I think we should have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, folks. Kamala Harris really said these things. Let's play uh, Rewind about a year ago. Uh, almost this time last year. This was in August of 2020, when a lot of different outlets were uh, questioning the uh, the senator there of uh, Senator Harris, right? Uh, they've had presidential town hall meetings with Kamala Harris, uh, CNN, every, every major network out there questioning the uh, the senator. Uh, yeah, a montage of radical positions. Y you remember in the earlier of that sound clip I just plugged into the show where Harris was like, Donald Trump is going to be a, a a verbal threat. An actual potential threat to the American life of 
poor women and this and that and he's going to be a threat to the American democracy if he's reelected and such and such and blah 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 and blah 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 and blah and blah and blah yeah folks it sounds like a dying record right <clears throat> excuse me every single thing that came out of that stupid woman's mouth literally radicalized everything everything that came out of that woman's mouth nothing but a political message of lies web of lies you ever see the book uh, charlotte's web yes kamala literally spun her charlotte's web of lies literally because everything came out of her mouth was lies did Donald Trump become a threat to our democracy? Did Donald Trump uh, make more uh, black folks poorer than they were? Did he put more black people on welfare and food stamps? Did he put more black people out of work? Did he give more white people more opportunity than black folks? Did he uh, have us in a major conflict of war? I mean, folks, I can go on and on with this crap that they're trying to feed us. <clears throat> and what this woman, this vice president now, Harris, has gave us a bunch of lies. Donald Trump hasn't done one damn thing of any of those lies. Matter of fact, we were living under the greatest economy in our nation's history. This is just a montage, folks, of radical positions Joe Biden's vice presidential pick, Kamala Harris, has politicistly uh, advocated for. Wow, I'm losing words today. I'm a little heated up, as you can see. But see, folks, this is just more lies. And folks, this is how their empire is literally going to collapse in 2022. If the Republicans get their asses together and take back the House and this socialist nightmare that we are living through in America, that's the only way we can restore our country's glory. Literally, folks. Because this woman, this radical Democrat, I'm trying to use the words very carefully. Folks, she supports anything that makes her look good in the moment. In other words, she's a lying politician. Nothing new here. Period. 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 I mean, seriously, folks. Whoever voted for these two clowns, you ought to check yourself in the mirror and literally ask what the hell have they done in five, six, seven months already? What have they done? Because they haven't done a damn thing. They really should be worried about the damn southern border because we have more of a crisis on our hand with the southern border than any anything. They should be looking at other stuff that's going on. Literally. Hell is empty, folks. Satan... And all his dominions and demons are here on earth. And <laughs> you're seeing this with, with these two people. Yeah, you got that right. And they are in the form of Marxist Democrats on a goal of destruction in this country. I mean, it certainly seems that way, folks. 
every kind of evil is literally rearing in its ugly head <clears throat> these days. Yeah. Yeah. If you think that these people are doing good in this country, these these two politicians, this vice president and this president, Biden, is doing anything that's good in this country, you're 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 delusional. You're delusional. Go 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 crawl back in underneath the rock that you came under thinking that Oh, Trump is racist. Trump is a bigot. Trump is Trump is a, he, he's against homophobia. He he doesn't like black people. He can stand Asians. Literally, folks. Literally, because that's the same garbage that these two idiots literally literally campaigned on. They manipulated you. They brainwashed you for an entire year and a half. While Joe was playing nappy time in his basement in Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Crap. Crap, 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 crap. Now, with that being said, folks, I want to literally um, close out the show here. But before I close out the show, I want to play this one soundbite here, folks, of something that's literally, uh, you know, catching a lot of people's eyes. It caught my eye. Caught my eye uh, real quick. Because, literally, did you hear the story now of Arizona literally uh, denouncing, possibly, Maricopa County in Arizona, possibly denouncing uh, their finalization of the presidential uh, uh, choice oh boy you got you gotta listen to this um, I got this from a buddy of mine I want to plug into the show I'm not saying his name for privacy issues but he gave this uh, to me uh, about two days ago and he said Mike man you gotta plug this in the show it makes a lot a lot of sense folks this last general election, that we just literally uh, witnessed back in November, right? Probably the one of the not only fraudulent elections in American history, but uh, downright uh, disturbing in a lot of uh, eyes of a lot of conservative Americans. Folks, I've been saying this, and I'm so glad, I'm so glad that there's people out there that can express... Uh, my views as the same been saying this uh, because I really don't think that Biden was elected in legitimately Biden and Harris I, I don't think this folks I don't I think they swept a lot of shit under the rug and I want to play this 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 soundbite in here I, I, I want I want to say first this could be a little disturbing on a lot of uh, uh, people's eyes here or ears when they when when they listen to this because I've been saying this folks that 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 Biden and Harris really might not be in control of this of this country because if Arizona let's say if Arizona um, denounces uh, and literally uh, has an audit and says you know we found some fraudulent uh, ballots and basically takes Biden out of the uh, uh, out of the scenario, you can't really say Trump won 
because no one won. Because if they're saying that they don't really have a legitimate uh, uh, choice as president and a little uh, a legitimate uh, winner, folks, there's really no president, Biden or Trump. So guess what, folks? Who really is in charge? I want to play this soundbite here, guys. Check this out. Morning, everybody. I had a conversation with an unknown friend of mine this morning, and we're really hashing out some things that we think are going to happen in the next you know, week or, or two or coming days or tomorrow. Um, and here's what we came up with. Trump, if you remember, famously, has still not conceded the 2020 election. Nope, still hasn't done it. And we say, oh, well, yeah, he didn't concede, but Biden's clearly in office. Well, let's back that thought up a little bit. Trump still hasn't conceded. Right. He very publicly was very clear about not conceding the 2020 election. Why does that matter? Here's why it matters. If Arizona decertifies their election results from 2020, which I could assure you they are going to, but let's say if, let's say if they do, that then calls into question the entire 2020 presidential election. Why? Because according to the Constitution, all states must certify their election results before a winner of the election is declared. Similar to if every county uh, in a state has not certified their results, the state can't certify their results. Very similar to how our country cannot certify their results if a state is not yet certified. If a state decertifies due to fraud, which is what we have going on right now in Maricopa County, the entire election is not yet satisfied, is not yet complete. It's not finished yet, he's saying, guys. You see lately a group of states heading to Arizona to check out the platform, so they say, to see if this is the type of audit they want to run. They're not going there to check out the platform. They're going there to talk to the Arizona legislature to see exactly how and when and in what format did the legislature, the legislators put through the election fraud audit. Because if Arizona decertifies, all of the other states now have the ability and the blueprint on how to decertify. So then the question becomes this. If states begin to decertify, even if one decertifies, and then another follows then another follows and then another follows and it just keeps going like that and the election is not actually certified right then that means we don't have a president yep and if we don't have a president because the results of the election are not yet certified 
because keep in mind, Arizona decertified. It doesn't matter if Pennsylvania does or Wisconsin does or Michigan does or whoever else to follow, Georgia, Nevada, New Hampshire. If one state decertifies, there is no winner to the election. So who then runs the country? A lot of you may be saying, well, the second place finisher. No, nope. no, because you have a decertified election that's not yet complete. So it wasn't certified that Trump won either, right? So who runs the country? If you said the military, you win. And guess what? To further that point, who would control the audits going forward? Because if you don't have a president, Congress can't decide who anyone in Congress can't decide if an audit takes place. Because Congress is no longer in control unless there's three branches of government. So the military would actually decide if those other states are going to have an audit. Well, that's it. Very interesting, huh, folks? Very, very interesting. And I think this is what the Democrats are really, really afraid of. Arizona, it only gets comes down to one state, folks. If Arizona literally says we are not going to certify, they decertify their uh, final uh, uh, approval, right? If they say that we found some fraudulent ballots, um, it only comes down to one state, folks. If they do it, you literally have an election process that is not yet complete. And if you have an election process, folks, that's not yet complete, you don't have a president, you don't have a vice president, you don't have Trump You don't have Mike Pence. You don't have Kamala Harris. You don't have Biden. Because the election is not completely over yet. So with that being said, it doesn't get pointed over to Congress. Because Congress is not an act of Congress. Because you have to have three forms of government. You can't have a working government with only two parts of it, the Senate and Congress, because you have a presidency that's not yet over. You need three forms of government, folks, to run this country. And when you only have two parts of of government to run this country, it's not a working government yet. So then it would get appointed to the military. So is our military really in control of this country? I think it's coming down to that point. Could we see a presidential uh, continuation of Donald Trump and Michael Pence? I think we're getting to that uh, that perspective, folks. I really do. I think it's getting down to that. Uh, because, folks, if it does, not only will this be the wackiest, craziest... And sometimes dangerous type of an election. Folks, this will go down in the history books as a whoa. That being said, folks, thank you for joining in. 
Tune us in on Wednesday for our next podcast. If you'd like to listen to any of the past podcasts, please go on our Facebook page, Patriot Angle Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Click that notification to priority. You will always have an up-to-date podcast of when it hits the platforms. Also, follow us on our Spotify page, the Patriot Angle Podcast. You will have up-to-date, real-time notifications that pop up instantly when a podcast episode is launched. (coughs) Excuse me. Also, follow us and subscribe on our Apple and Google and other major podcast platforms. With that being said, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on Wednesday's show, guys. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform. <laughs>